This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Our time is six minutes after one o'clock. Welcome to the second hour of the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7. Yeah, a big thank you to everybody that started the show with us there in the open line. It's always interesting to hear what's on your mind as we go into politics, as we go into news. Friday, remember, gives us that opportunity to also reflect, all right, in the week that was and look at really the developments in these spaces. I appreciated Benny there for taking us to school about uh, uh, yeah, about the case, uh, the trial within the trial. Uh, so there's a lot that we're learning on the show. But the best way to start today, like we always say, is right here with us in the godly hours of uh, the show. Uh, this being between midnight and three o'clock. There's a lot uh, that is riding on this time. A lot riding in terms of what is happening around us. So whoever uh, calls in and says whatever they're saying, I don't take that for granted at all. But yeah, the lines are open as we go into uh, the second hour of the show, you can call in and tell us, give us your experience. I call this the Bafana Friday because of what we saw happen in the week. We have Mudiba Peter joining us now as our sports commentator and we're going to be going into AFCON and a lot of developments in the sporting space. Sporting codes by sporting code. We'll try by all means to break it down this morning, but I want us to start with football, right? Draw from AFCON, maybe pick up on the momentum and the spirit that was created by Bafana Bafana when they silenced the naysayers, those that maybe most were believing that today would have been welcoming them there by Or Tambo coming back after having been disqualified. They played that last 16 so spectacular coming out victorious. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what is happening in the PSL. We'll talk about the remaining teams there by AFCON, uh, but yeah, the semi-final fixtures and everything else uh, that uh, yeah uh, we can talk about this morning. Uh, but the lines are open. We're on zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. There by X, we go by at Power FM nine eight seven on Facebook. We are Power FM. Let's start the day together, uh, going into the second hour of the show in uh, to our sporting uh, space. Yeah, this is our sports wrap with Mudiba Peter. Mudiba, good morning. Welcome to the show. It's a very good morning to you, Katleho, and the team business as well as the listeners, and thanks for having me on this wonderful Friday morning. Looking forward to dissect and wrap up what took place last weekend to midweek and look ahead to this upcoming weekend. Yeah, it's a Bafana Friday. Uh, really, I was so excited to start the show on Wednesday when we marked Bafana Wednesday uh, because of <laughs> what we saw come out of uh, the games. I mean, at that point, I felt like I just uh, pick up the phone and call you to get a sense of how you're receiving the news, Munamadiba, because I know very well that you're one person that, without a doubt, was glued uh, or glued uh, to that screen, uh, not moving at all, as we tend to see developments uh, coming out of AFCON. I want us to start there and just start by looking at the week that was in terms of the games there by AFCON. I mean, we went into this particular game with Morocco. A lot of people just uncertain. Others are not even believing in us that we can do it. When you look at it, Morocco is one of the continent's top-ranked nation. And others were believing that we have our work cut out for ourselves as we're going into that particular game. Let's look into our 
AFCON. Let's look at the last 16, what happened there, and then we'll go into the games that are to follow. Indeed, and this game, it was a class game, if you can remember very well, when we were dedicating this match to our very own deceased class backer, we defeated them 2-1. And before mm-hmm. that, we also met in the group stages where uh, they won 2-1 as well. So uh, it was just 50-50. And as you narrated the story at the start of the show, that uh, we did it against the best team, the first-ranked team in Africa. Right? So it was just marvelous and surprising. And look at how we started the match. Although we were on the back foot, one may say that the 2-0 was not the true reflection of the match because mm-hmm. in that game, Morocco were dominant. So they created chances. And I thought that Ronan Williams as well, he had a fantastic game. Motovin Bala, they were just solid at the back, so we absorbed the pressure so well. And uh, as you know, we always play on transition. And our coach, as I've said it before, that is not a high-scoring coach, Hugo Bruce, where we've been uh, complaining about uh, some of the strikers he left at home. But this time around, surprise, surprise, evidence, Mahopa, he came out and scored from this wonderful transitional move where he put the ball in the back of the net and to South Africa, which is excited because it was in the middle of the night towards midnight. So, and uh, as the game progressed, one of their players as well, he was red carried the Safiya Ambarabat there, uh, following that tackle and the, and guess what? The person took a wonderful set piece as he's a good pack of the shot and put the ball in the back of the net to put the final nail in Morocco's coffin. And in that time, the fans were just emotional in tears. The Morocco fans they couldn't believe it. And in that regard, I think we deserve to do better going forward. It was just a good win. Mm-hmm. And as long as we don't concede goals at the back, uh, we stand a chance of going all the way to the final. Yeah. And also, when you look at it, as we see a lot of people lamenting the early exit of Morocco into these games, we see them really categorizing uh, this AFCON, uh, this particular tournament, as one that is full of surprises, right? Uh, they're talking about how really it's intense, so you can never really be certain in terms of who then uh, becomes or comes out at the top uh, here. Uh, going into and looking into uh, the games of Morocco, that missed penalty, and a lot of people saying that uh, we saw you guys uh, going and criticizing South Africa for uh, not doing great in their last game there where penalties are concerned and that particular penalty uh, but we're seeing uh, just uh, really uh, when you look at uh, what Hakimi missing that penalty that is something that a lot of people were saying that really just unexpected and it is a good penalty taker, by the way. So the way we considered that penalty, I wouldn't fault uh, Mutobin Bala there because we mm. are trying to defend. So, but then I think the lack on the day was just on our side. So uh, they put it the crossbar. So, but majority of we, we know the, the the quality that is brought in by Ronan Williams. I think he, he also intimidated the Hakim there. So. Yeah, I think in that regard, when they missed that penalty, then I will say this sums up their evening on the day because at some point they also missed chances and Ronald Williams made some brilliant saves as well to keep us in the game. So it's a moral boost and let's see how we'll pan up against the Brisbane Cape further uh, tomorrow, by the way, so at 10 o'clock kickoff. So in that regard, so uh, uh, we've played them five times when one has to state the head-to-head there. With both teams have won two matches apiece, so there's also one draw. And uh, they will also be coming confident as they keep further, by the way, because uh, when I looked into their journey uh, to the last uh, this 
upcoming quarterfinals. They won one nil in the last match against Mauritania, and then during the round robins, they also won two one against Bakanabakana. That is Ghana there, and then also held Egypt to two all draw. The seven time champions who also bowed out there. So I'll come to the results and just other business about the the, the exit the uh, Egyptians there, and also they won three nil against the Mozambique there. So in terms of the results there, Angola also they've been marvelous. Angola they threshing Namibia three nil. This is Namibia. If I can just explain to the listeners that there are some of the teams that were brought back, especially when the teams that finished third in each group were this, this comparison of goal difference that was done. So they were able to come back the likes of Guinea there, Namibia, the other own host, the Ivory Coast as well. So, uh, but the, on the day, I think they shocked Senegal there because we never saw Senegal going to struggle in this wonderful uh, tournament because they are the defending champions and they've been winning, winning by heavy margins. We only look at Senegal as well. So Nigeria won two 0 against Cameroon. They, they were just they on, on form there, and Cameroon, by the way, they came back from that as well. So. Yeah, things were not going well for them there. So, uh, as I said, Angola first, Namibia 3 nil, and then this was Itokorial, Equatorial Guinea there, playing against Guinea. That is the battle for Guinea there, where Guinea shocked them uh, by one nil. This is the same Guinea that comes from the top three teams there, uh, who were supposed to be booted out there. So, Egypt also playing one all draw against DR Congo, but surprisingly, DR Congo winning that one, it's seven on penalties. Then the very same Cape Verde, as I spoke about them, winning one against Mauritania, and also Senegal booted out by the very same Ivory Coast, 1-1, the full-time score after extra time as well, and then 5-4 on penalties that was won by the Cote d'Ivoire. So very interesting, and yes, I fully said, it's been a, a tournament of surprises, and we see the defending champions, the big fishes are out. Yeah. And yeah, I'd like to also invite the callers and the listeners to just give us a sense of how they are receiving Bafana Bafana. Were you surprised? Were you shocked? Are you more or less in any way silenced in terms of the naysayers and how a lot of people have had really in any way tried by all means to even disregard Bafana Bafana? So what do you, what do you make here? of how then the boys have been faring and have been playing. Are you anticipating a win where a Cape Verde is concerned here? Uh, Mudiba saying to us that that game is taking place. Of course, we know tomorrow. So there's a lot that is riding on uh, that particular game. But do we see you uh, really going out here uh, to ensure that you chill Majita at 10 o'clock kickoff time? Uh, are we going to be seeing you really rallying behind the boys? What are you anticipating uh, for Bafana Bafana as we go into that? particular game tomorrow with Cape Verde. So, uh, Mudiba, I wanted to come back to you as well and just look at our chances. So, uh, so far, there were a lot of elements of surprises. Mahopa doing so great there and the team just really uh, in any way doing us proud. And when you look at how things have fared so far and that revived momentum and the spirit that we've seen, I mean, mostly <laughs> we've seen even politicians taking the credit for it. Uh, the minister Ziziko to there, uh, but how, how, how do you <laughs> then see uh, and read into uh, this particular game that we're going into tomorrow? Remember, there's been some criticisms about, about the Vilsen himself, but this is court, the way he was coaching the Vilsen room. So <laughs> there was a bit of interference there. So when you were speaking about him, you reminded me of that incident that took place against Mali, where we lost 2-0. So I think in that game, we just had a chance. I think uh, judging from how I saw the coach, he hasn't changed the lineup that started winning against Namibia. That helped Missia go in the straw, and then that won midweek. So... 
uh, if it's not broken, why is it? Then I was also worried that Kulusomudau might not make it because of that ankle injury that he got against the Wilson Tunisia. But guess what? The medical team deserved credit as well. So he managed to appear in that game and he did extremely well, excellently. He defended so well. So in this game, I think if we can just, as long as we don't concede first, uh, because we are playing a transitional football, so we must just make sure that we, if they put us under pressure, we must soak up the pressure so well and make sure that we, we catch them on moments. Because I saw players like Devon he just played his hands out there in that game. Uh, Chambazwani, although I didn't see much, but he tried his best. The only player that I need him to come more into the match is Pesitao. And if those three are able to do well, I think uh, evidence of Hopa can function because it's a player who, who's trying to put pressure on the defenders. The only downfall is that he can't take players on, but he's always available where it matters most. I think this goal that he scored definitely will build his confidence into tomorrow's match. So, but I think uh, this game will definitely stretch out. Uh, we might see extra time as well as penalties, but uh, I still think South Africa will win, judging from how the coach has stuck with the winning team. Yeah, Mutiba, great observation there uh, from your end. I mean, when we look at uh, the games that are to come, we see Nigeria, Angola today uh, at 7. We see Congo, Guinea today as well at 10. Mali, Ivory Coast tomorrow, South Africa, Cape Verde tomorrow. Uh, when you look at all of these teams uh, that are really seemingly in the running to be coming, uh, which one do you say would give us a hard time here? Mm, I think Nigeria can give us a hard time, but you look at them against Angola, mm. the final before our final. This Angola is very buzzing. So yeah, so that, that is a match, a match to watch, right? Uh, in yeah, terms it of it will give us a sense of how then these two powerhouses, Nigeria has, has not been doing bad as well. Yeah, because they've been disciplined. When I look at them, they're very solid mm. and disciplined at the back. So this is a team when they score against you, 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 you are, it's difficult for you to come back and track them. So I saw also Cameroon struggling because they couldn't penetrate them. So they ended up playing with those uh, wing play, the crosses, the long balls. So it wasn't working for them. So I think the goalkeeper there, who's playing for Chipa in Akestonina Bali, they did ex- excellently there for them. So they are also rock solid. So I think this is a team that can travel us. Angola, yes, I've seen them. They are on form as well. They finished top of their group and currently they are in the must-win game against Nigeria at the final before final as well. So you look at DR Congo up against Guinea. They have surprise packages of this wonderful Afcon. This is DR Congo that shocked the seven-time champions Egypt. So Guinea... Um, some of the people that are calling this a backdoor where they, they finish that and they are brought back and they come and shock to the Cotterell Guinea, which knocked the uh, Ivory Coast 4 nil in that round robin. So, football doesn't have that for so, but then it's going to be interesting where we also see Mali, the very same Mali, they are very physical. I watch them as well. So, they're playing against the host. I think maybe the host uh, fans might intimidate them. So, we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be an interesting game when I watch the it. But I think uh, Ivory Coast for me, they're also lucky against Senegal. I think Senegal, they, they not consider that penalty. I think they could have won maybe by that odd goal to nil. So it's going to be interesting. But with us, I still think we're going to win against Cape Verde tomorrow. So the team that can give us problems, Nigeria and Ivory Coast. But what I like about some of the players for Bafana Bafana, they are not nervous, they are not intimidated because some of them are bringing that yeah. uh, experience, especially from the Santos players of the Cape Champions League, and it's doing wonders so far. Mm, yeah, no, there's a, a lot that is happening in this space and I, I, I'm feeling and picking up a sense of optimism from your end, Mudiba, in terms of mm. how we are faring here. I mean, there have been a revived sense of enthusiasm also coming from the boys here going into these quarterfinals. And I, I like the fact that you've, you know, more or less, you're right to say this, as we see it, is the final before the finals, right? So there's a lot that is riding on what we can expect here. 
Kenya and all us really will be on this uh, uh, you know top eight. So after this, after these games this weekend and 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 the likes, so we move into the finals. We move into the semi-finals. semifinals. The semifinals will be taking place, yes, midweek on Wednesday. From Wednesday, the 7th of February, so that they're going to play on the same day at 7 o'clock as well as 10 o'clock. And then the third and fourth place, it will be on Saturday next week as well as the final on Sunday. So I think next week when it comes in, so we'll definitely do a preview of the third and fourth place as well as uh, the final. So uh, if it, let me just like this stuff again. If you are to win against Cape Verde, mm-hmm. so we'll definitely need the winner between Nigeria and Angola. So it's going to be interesting. I can't wait as well. Mm. So, so we don't we don't know who we, who we are likely to square off uh, as we go into the, the, the semi-finals here. So it will be a, a, a tough call of some sort. Yeah, it's a, a winner between Angola and Nigeria. So you can see that the mountain is climbing very difficult now. So yeah. those, those oppositions are very hard and they are free scoring. And sometimes we are not consistent when it comes to scoring goals. As long as we don't concede because we are playing on transition, we must just make sure that the likes of Pistol releases the ball on time. So that we expose them and yeah, see what to do because we are able to defend well. That's what I saw. Look, uh, we whatever happens now, uh, from here, I, I still say we are oh. the best, right? And we've uh, silenced the naysayers. Uh, when you look at how then a lot of people have been talking about Bafana Bafana, uh, just as uh, yeah, as a, a team <laughs> that is, we've lost hope, uh, but they've managed to silence the naysayers. I see George tried to call as well, uh, so we'll go to the lines in a moment as well and get a sense of how. Uh, then you at home are trying and receiving uh, what we're seeing here. But remember, uh, we're on 0861-987-000. You can call in uh, and just give us a sense of how you're receiving Modiba Apeta, our guest uh, this morning, as we go into uh, yeah the top of two. Modiba, also just a lot riding on these games. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad now we haven't picked up on bad weather that have seen the games really been disrupted. Everything has been somewhat, somewhat of a smooth sail. Yeah, it's a, it's a summer season that side of the Ivory Coast and you, most of the time when the players are playing, there's a water break, so that's just to cool off because it is very hot. So yeah, so far so good, I'm impressed. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. So let, let's wait and see how then things fare. Uh, but all eyes and prayers would be for South Africa to come out victorious. Let's support. Let's rally behind. I think there's so much of greatness when there's the spirit of oh. unity uh, coming from all quarters of uh, the world. I saw uh, some people even saying, Bapasa for Bafana. <laughs> Others were praying, fasting for Bafana. <laughs> it's, it's a lovely one. It's a lovely, uh, you know, way to really ensure that we support the boys in whatever way we can it goes a long way but yeah I want us mm. to move Mutiba and move from Afcon and come back home and look at the developments here at home and look at the DSTV Premiership transfer, uh, the news I mean we saw what dominated uh, most of uh, what came out in the week that was was attending Kosi Lodge others even saying that he is at his happiest, at his peak uh, when you look at how they've been reading his posts uh, there on social media, uh, they're saying that uh, it was a uh, somewhat of a uh, yeah, it was it, it's something waiting to happen. Uh, that it was a given uh, that at some point would find Tembinkosi Lodge just jumping ship here from whatever club uh, that would have been playing for and joining uh, Sundance. I think I don't know if then one would say that it would be whatever if we are every player's dream then to join uh, the likes of Chiefs, Sundance, Orlando Pirates. As those are the most legendary teams that have been there at the top. Were you surprised, Mutiba, uh, by this transfer of attending Kosi Lodge, moving from Orlando Pirates to Sundance? 
it's a very surprising move. I never saw it coming. Remember, we did sports rap by that time when I woke mm. up and in, during the course of the day. So I'm told the Temenko Lodge is now announcing player. So, mm. but I also reflected back at like where they had players like the likes of uh, the lady Nikki Stilremi, Tiko Modise, who were coming from Orlando Pirates going to Mamelodi Sundowns. So, but then uh, I looked into Temenko Lodge as well. I think he, uh, in terms of performance-wise, so he wasn't consistent for me when I watched him the entire of last season, the current season there. So he was blowing hot and cold at the very same time. Uh, personal problems of the pitch, so yeah, that disrupted mm. his confidence as well. At some point, he was suspended by the club or the Pirates for him not to play. I remember after the, the court case that took place there, yeah, so the he was told to see that side and then uh, uh, come back again after a month. So there was so much disruption, but then he broke the parents' friends' hearts because majority of the yeah. parents' friends were just crying on the social media. So so then I told them, I tried to encourage majority of them, they were just saying, no, yeah, we, we really thank you for to console us after saying that the, the parent is not about something because the majority of key and star players, they always come and leave and they, they, all they must know that the football is a game of business where players are being sold and you new come no ones comes in, the old ones go disappear the club and yeah, with them because a lot I wish him a good luck in his endeavor at Mamir Sandals because uh, when you look at Rulani Mokwena at you realize that this is a coach who worked with him at Orlando Paris. If I can take you back to the days of Militant Sredovic, there was a coach who coached Orlando Paris and he almost won the league, but unfortunately, Krypton City, which was coached by Benny Makati, uh, denied them the league as they had them to a draw. So, Temikos was starting that season with the likes of Luvio Memela. I can name the likes of Tarokalile. So, they was on fire under that uh, coach. But then, unfortunately, the coach had to resign after losing three names to United. That's why uh, things didn't go according to plan because Rulani was in charge. He struggled a bit and they ended up uh, dismissing him and he went back to Chippa United. And then also, after Chippa United, he didn't sit so much because also COVID-19 COVID took over and disrupted his plans and then the contract yeah. was over and the Mamelodi Sundowns decided to bring it on board so that's why he did well because he's worked with the likes of Mangoba Muniti and the Epito Musimani so that's why he's not dropping that standard and the culture of Mamelodi Sundowns so I think for me I foresee him going to play at least 40 to 50% of the matches so it's all about mm. him uh, he must just work on his confidence that's all and uh, yeah. he's a started player for me so hopefully he will get his first medal because he's yet to, to win a medal for the DSTV Premiership although Orlando for one cup matches, but the only medal that is missing is the DSTV Premiership, accompanied by Kev Champions League. So now he's playing for a big team, so it's good luck to him. Yeah, I mean, he's only 30 years old, so one would say that he would weigh his options in terms of where he would want to see his career go. But uh, yeah, I would understand why uh, the Buccaneers and their fans would uh, cry uh, for this particular player. This is one person uh, that really, since joining uh, the Buccaneers, uh, Orlando Pirates in 2015, he has won four major titles, we are told, three MTN 8s. One Net Bank Cup. We are told that he's made 176 appearances here, scoring 34 goals and really provided 30 assists in terms of uh, how he. It's a record breaking kind of a. Uh, he's a record breaking kind of a player uh, when you look at how things have fared in this particular regard. But I saw others also worried, uh, Modiba, that maybe that is uh, would be a recipe for disaster. It will be career suicide uh, with him moving into uh, Mamelodi San. 
sundowns. I mean, we saw that Mamelodi Sundowns, when it's, when it's a star-studded uh, kind of a team. Uh, so when you see a lot of uh, players uh, that would want to all get the opportunity to shine and be uh, in the pitch and uh, the likes, it's not going to be as easy uh, to just say that uh, it's a given. We'll see Tembing Kosi launch. I mean, when you look at uh, the uh, squad of Bafana, Bafana, I mean, the squad of Bafana, Bafana, yeah, uh, and the makeup and how then people were trying to uh, try to see the makeup and, and, and everything else, then it all went down to uh, star-started players coming out of uh, Mamelodi Sundown. So it tells you uh, that as he goes into uh, this particular team, this would be some of the things that he considers. Most definitely, we want to consider them. And uh, I also think he still wants to go and represent the uh, Bafana Bafana there as well. So because he's done well for himself. So, and the record that you are just speaking speaks volumes for himself. Yeah, that's why they're always saying class is permanent. So he's shown mm-hmm. us that class is permanent. This is a player who always used to comment his achievements. I remember so well where he used to score in majority of the world for So uh, at Mamelodi Sundowns, I think he just needs to work hard and be himself now. He's no longer a young star, but an experienced player. So, and you spoke about those stuff probably we saw Satipolo Maseko as well doing so well at Bafana Bafana so as he did well during the African Football League scoring those three goals so uh, and they've been signing players I'm I also saw two of the players that have written also being signed by the by the same club there then they also player there is Quivet being signed by the club but they also parted with the striker that is more deeper so let's see because currently he's training with Super Sport United but with Temenko Sudoc must just work hard and make sure that the, in every opportunity that he gets, he just impresses those coach. Yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting season, but now it's going to be an interesting season. And uh, this is when I'll be seeing a lot of uh, players then making their considerations. Is this it uh, with, with uh, the deadline for transfers or we can still expect elements of surprises here, Mudiba? Uh, the, 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 the transfer ended up last week, close to last mm. week, as we departed the show. There. If I can just give also some of the signings that we made, yeah, that, that we had to start with the Spelling Bosch one, it was said that the, if Bahaka, he was named the coach of the month for November and December, and then Ikram Reynas, he was the player of the month for also that month. Remember, Spelling Bosch was just passing as well, winning six matches on the trot there. So, and also being crowned the Cardinal Black Label champions. And then also we saw Amazulu departed with Miss Peske Maduna, and currently he just joined Cape Town Spurs, so he will be working with uh, Anthony Bendorp, uh, with uh, the Arab defender from formerly with Richard Bader, Katlahoma Park. So they will work along with uh, the person. You must just try and work hard, make sure that he collects points because the team currently is under pressure. Anything can happen with regard to relegation. So also Cape Town City, they announced the signing of a striker, the Prince Menelik Juez, are there from Namibia. So because currently they've got Kenny Samayo and uh, Jacqueline Pacencia, so they also need more strikers, and as they've been doing well before this wonderful disinformation uh, 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 can come to a break. They, I remember they also had some long school left. So Orlando Perez, as we spoke about them, Tomiko Filoch giving the trap, and also Benvenu Ivanga, the, the Cameroonian striker there, didn't get game time at Orlando Perez, he's just joined Chipper United. And speaking of Chipper United as well, they, they, they were also banned from signing players, but currently the ban has been lifted up, so they are allowed to sign players. So, and we saw the same player, the Tavisolidito of the very same club, they're joining Orlando the Pirates alongside Challenge Mbata of Super Sport United, who joined Orlando Pirates on six months. So, Royal AM as well, Mamkiz's team there, they've just been banned from signing players once again because at first they were unable to pay.
case, I mean, Lukovic, the required amount. Mm. So currently, it's another defender there by the name of Ricardo Nascimento, who's formerly with Mamelo Defenders. He wasn't be, being uh, paid after he departed the club there as well. So, and Mamelo Defenders also, as I spoke in about the, the, the departure of Gift Mutupa, and Orlando Pirates as well, they, they welcomed welcome back to Rufato Mabas. I remember he was at Swallows after Swallows also chased away 22 players. So, for a uh, uh, making strike for, for being on strike, uh, unlawful strike there. So, but suddenly some of the players are coming one by one. We saw Daniel Bay and Takosanum Tetra also coming back. And Killer Chiefs have just announced, announced that they've extended the contract of Bruce Voma until 2026. And then we saw the uh, warming up in training with Supersport United. But as the week uh, comes by, the, towards the end of the transfer window, he was told not to train with the team anymore. So that's how it's said. Uh, I think maybe it must have been the issue of uh, salary agreement there. So, and the, also we saw. Uh, United, they are in need of Kamohalo Matlati anytime you can sign the player as well. So, and also, uh, we saw Keza Chiefs as well. Uh, there's a rumors that the Keloso Mahalwa, the former Mamelo Sundowns and Mukasolos player, is training with Keza Chiefs. He might sign a pre contract, but let's wait and see. We'll keep the listeners updated as well. And Supersport lastly has signed the young Kigan Allen, who was playing for Morocco Solos, they've just been dismissed as well. So and he, he's just joined his first party with Kevin Hand. So I think he'll definitely get a game time. So yeah, it's looks interesting up so far. Extremely interesting indeed, Mudiba, looking at the fact that uh, then a lot of people would uh, decide in terms of where they would want to belong and many teams would scout and see who they would want uh, to see as part of those that are uh, within their camps as they go into uh, the season. I want us to go to the Lions, Mudiba, uh, since we're still uh, talking football this morning. George is calling us from Soshanguve. He wants to talk about Bafana Bafana. We'll go there. And then I also want us to touch on EPL and look at the right. midweek results and the log standings mm. in terms of what came out there. George Shomona, welcome to the show. Yeah, this instill confidence here uh, coach Hugo Bruce uh, do you see him Uh, because uh, people are also saying that uh, this man I mean look at how calm he is others saying that he's one person that is tactical uh, because then he knows these games he knows these things so uh, he doesn't overly operate on emotions and uh, he likes is that what you observed as well uh, Muna George 
Exactly. Now, Katela on a Lomono, the Corre, the Havana, I think in the last game, Mirnil disappointed in Yanamara, Ukonova, Lepe, Lutamana, Cotella, or no, I think in Arbons or Nova, Panava, Kibona, right? And now, so Ravona, or no, I. They are a relevant people. Long ones. What are you reading into his demeanor, Manamudima? Yes, yeah, he's making a, a good point when he's saying he's a tactician, a very good tactician, mm. and he doesn't train as well. So, but he's a player coach. He reminded me of one coach who coached the fifth Stuart Baxter, so he's also mm. playing on transition. So as long as he doesn't concede, and when he scores first, he's saying, eh, eh, I'll make life difficult for you not to equalize. So that's what I've seen with mm. the So, yeah. but then, yeah, we spend the time learning from how he's been organizing things so far and not changing the lineup unless uh, yeah, that better get it happen. Omo George, remember I asked you guys who are rappelling. No, me bravo na hashtag omo rappelle. Omo rekile. Rekile muna. Don't undermine this. I'll be brief, man. Bona Monday here over copa na hatara copa nenga di kangze muna de habi baskar poika ba fana barona marake wono horno idi kengine bangutwele ba kono rale ba loko kole. If you know bangutwa kore hebo na heba bona di ko ta heba bona gerenga renga itoni lemba. Going into this game, everything. All hands on deck. We need to make sure that you know we prove a point here, especially Bafana Bafana, where Bafana Bafana is concerned. I mean, we we had really pushed them into a corner and categorized them as a team that doesn't deliver. So when they deliver, we need to rally behind them and support them. Exactly, my brother. Exactly, my brother. My brother. This is yeah. No, we are football. Are we? Eh, eh, eh. Di, 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 di politics. Politics. We are 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 for the call. Tame Brass living grandaga. So show fetch George George calling us there uh, from Soshanguve uh, talking about Bafana Bafana Kariso. You're calling from Tadi in Soweto. You also want to talk about the boys. Yeah, yes, yes. Welcome yes. to the show, man. No, 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 no. I love them. Mama Mara na 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 somebody told me, ne? Mm. In terms of uh sundown, ne? Nagil Paganial Nagar. So 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 Ba 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 bankile by seven from uh, Sundowns. Yeah. I guess Sundowns is doing very well yeah. in terms yeah. of like the yeah. boys. Yes. So 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 I think like we can do something. But I'm not saying or like I I I, I prefer like Sundowns because now I get the Sundown. I get I get the coast. Maro, how they are doing? Like in terms of the team, I get yeah. our country. Yeah. So, yeah. so 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 bankile. Too much of sundowns. Nike is have a sundowns. I don't want to lie. Like based on the fact that Nike le le pagania. And by the way, Oragalebona on the seventeenth. Don't forget. Oragalebona on the seventeenth. Immediately arrived from the international. Yes, I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. But I'm just saying, or like, Corona le something, you know, or like. No, no, I'm just happy. <clears throat> I, I, I don't are you, are you looking and anticipating a win when, uh, against Cape Verde? Yeah. How, how are you going no, to Mara, play your I, part? Are you going to no, play no, for I, them? Are you going to fast? Are you going to patla and passa <laughs> for them? No, uh, what what role are you playing no, here? No, so no, we all no, have no, to no. rally behind the boys. No, no, I do rally. 
Uh, join us in prayer, Mundangariso. Hey, 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 okay, 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 Katla. It's fine. But I'm just happy, Glavona, sometimes. Because uh, yeah, yeah. yes, because I get a journey, we are not, we are just rallying for, 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 for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right. it's not. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. they're going to do great. I mean, I have, I have something in me. I have a feeling that they're going to mm. do great. Maragariso, I have to let you go, Mona. Thank you very much for the call. Thank you, thank you, sir. Awesome, Kariso calling us there from Tladi in Soweto. So you can get a sense, Mona Mudiba, from our callers that Bafana Bafana, we needed this win, so it can kind of revive that spirit and remind us why they matter and why the game of football really matters. So hope. Uh, we can continue, uh, you know, giving the listeners good news coming out of the mm. Bafana camp. And then uh, they do us proud as we inch closer and closer uh, to that victory. I want us to also touch Mudiba a bit on EPL. Look at the midweek yeah. results and the log standings. There, there, were, there were games. There, were, uh, there was a lot mm. happening in the week. Uh, and yeah, let's go into that space. Indeed, and on Tuesday, Wednesday, as well as yesterday, we saw uh, Nottingham Forest there we, losing 2 1 against Arsenal there. Fulham playing goalless draw against Everton. Luton winning 4 0 against the Brighton there. Crystal Palace winning 3 2 against Sheffield United. Aston Villa losing 3 1 against Newcastle. And then on 31st, we saw Man City there finishing Bendy 3 1. And then Tottenham Mosby winning 3 uh, 2 against Brentford. And uh, Liverpool also finishing Chelsea by 4 goals to 1. And then also uh, West Ham United played the Bournemouth there with 1 0 draw there. And then also Man United had to fought, they had to fought hard there winning 4 3 against the Wolves. And then in terms of the lock, Liverpool are still top of the lock, followed by Man City uh, on 51 points, Man City on 46 alongside Arsenal. And they have played 21 and 22 matches respectively there. Tottenham Hotspur at number four, followed Arsenal at number three with 46 and 43 points respectively. And Aston Villa at number five with 43 points. And number six, there's West Ham United with 35 points. Newcastle United at the number seven on 32 points. And Brighton also at number eight on 32 points. And in terms of the six chairs that are taking place tomorrow, Everton will host Tottenham Hotspur in the afternoon after 12. Brighton up against Crystal Palace at 3 o'clock. There's Bendy up against Fulham at 3 o'clock, Newcastle United up against Luton at 3 o'clock as well, and Sheffield United host Aston Villa, and then on Sunday there's Bournemouth up against Nottingham Forest uh, at 2 o'clock, and Chelsea up against the Wolves there at 2 o'clock as well, and Man United will host West Ham United at 2 o'clock, and lastly, a big one to look forward to, Arsenal up against Liverpool at half past four. Mm, so we are, we are spoiled for choice uh, when you look at uh, the games and hopefully uh, then we'll come back and give our listeners next week the results of EPL because I know very well that uh, there are a lot of people like my brother. Uh, they try by all means to follow and follow and follow as much as you think they would bombard you with local football and the games then they would, they would take you international and you're like, hey, man, I, yeah. yeah. So so let's, let's come back next week and give our listeners a sense of how things are faring there in the English a premiership a league. Uh, let's change tech, uh, Budiba, with the time that we have and go into uh, the games of cricket. Uh, this morning, uh, we saw the under-19 uh, games that are really playing and going on, looking at what has been faring uh, over time. Let's get the results in terms of the matches played from Friday till Thursday uh, because we're seeing really Zimbabwe as well uh, being in that particular space, South Africa in that particular space. So, so there's, there's a lot that happened here. Kwenama uh, Paka being one name uh, that you can't really remove from the under-19, especially in the week uh, that was. Let's talk about the games. 
speaking of him, he just surprised Zimbabwe there. So as mm. some of the matches were concluding there last weekend on Friday, we saw United States hosted Bangladesh there. So it was a Group A match where Bangladesh posted 291 for seven after 50 overs, and United States posted 170 runs for 10 after 47.1 overs, and Bangladesh won by 121 runs there. Then there was England up against West Indies as well. The very same Friday, there, the Group B match there, where England posted 192 for 10 after 46.3 overs, and West Indies posted 196 for 8 after 41 overs, and West Indies won that match by two two weekends. There, there was also Afghanistan hosted to Nepal the the Group D match there, where Afghanistan posted 145 runs for 10 there after 40 overs point one there, and uh, we saw uh, Nepal also posted 143 for nine runs there after 44.4 overs where Nepal ended up winning by one weekend there. So on Saturday, Scotland hosted us, the host South Africa there. Uh, we managed to, to post 273 uh, runs for nine there after 50 overs and Scotland posted 269 runs for three after 27 overs but uh, we managed to win that match by seven weekends and yeah, we did so well in that game. So uh, also we saw Zimbabwe as well we were playing Namibia a Group C match there where Namibia posted 146 runs for eight after 50 overs, and Zimbabwe posted 147 runs for two after 35.3 overs, and Zimbabwe managed to win that game by eight wickets. So, and lastly, we, uh, we saw over the weekend uh, on Sunday, India hosted the USA, and India managed to post 126 runs for five after 50 overs, and USA managed 125 for eight after 50 overs, and India won that make a game by 201 runs. They've been on five, on form, and Sri Lanka also hosted Australia, and Sri Lanka. They posted 208 for 10 after 49.5 overs, and uh, Australia posted 211 for 4 after 48.5 overs, and they won that game by six wickets. And the, those considered the final group stages, where we saw India topping Group A for on six points, followed by Bangladesh on four points, and Ireland at number three on two points. And in Group B, as the USA was last without victory at number four in the same Group A. There in Group B, South Africa as the host, we finished top of the group, although we were under pressure before playing our last game, but we did well there. Uh, as we defeated Scotland there. So on four points, uh, alongside England on four points as well, and West, West Indies there. And Scotland were with no victory and no point there. So in Group C, we've got Australia at six points, followed by Sri Lanka on four points, and Zimbabwe on two points at number three there. And lastly, Namibia without a victory, without a, a point there at number four. And in Group D, we've got Pakistan on six points, New Zealand on four points, Nepal on two points, and lastly, Afghanistan on zero point without also a victory. So it looks interesting. If I could try to break into two pieces, yes, sir, uh, please. Mm. It's, a, it's a super six that has been introduced, whereby mm. in that particular super six, they look at four groups. The, the group A will, will battle out with the teams from group D, where India will battle out with number two and number three of group D, which is New Zealand as well as Nepal. And South Africa will battle out with the two teams, number two and number three of group C, which is Sri Lanka as well as Zimbabwe. So it looks interesting. And if I can give them the fixtures as well, or let me just start with the results before the fixtures. Yeah, eh? we play, yeah there were matches that played on the fixtures years. The Sri Lanka uh, hosted West Indies there, where they posted 231 for 10 after 50 overs. And West Indies posted 232 for 7 
after 49.3 overs and West Indies in that regard, they won by three wickets and India hosted uh, New Zealand there. India posted 295 for eight after 50 overs and New Zealand posted only eight one runs. I think India was, was just on song on the day as they won by 214 runs. Mm-hmm. Excellent one there. So Mushia Khan, one of the players who was excellent in that game. So Pakistan hosted the uh, island as well in Pochestrum there where Ireland posted 181 runs for uh, after 48.4 overs and Pakistan they managed to post uh, 182 for seven runs after 43.4 overs and in that regard Pakistan won by three weekend so and also on the 31st we saw as uh, South Africa as we spoke about the, the, the boy there who did extremely well there Mapaka there uh, in the, this is the game that he did excellently against Zimbabwe the way he posted 103 uh, for one after 13.3 overs and Zimbabwe 102 for 10 after 29.2 overs and he won that game by nine weekends there so it's so good to see Luan Di Pitorias they managed to score 53 runs from the nine balls and then we saw Australia a big match there against England in Kimberley where uh, uh, the rain also was a bit, in a bit of disruption and the Australia managed to win that game by 110 runs from the DLS method to the Duncan Lewiston method there that was applied, although Australia posted so many runs, the 266 for six after 50 overs and England 204 runs. So they were just fantastic. Yes, you know, they always come with an A tempo in the last week. there, Nepal up against Bangladesh there, where they posted 169 runs and Nepal after 49.5 overs and Bangladesh 170 runs for five after 50 overs. So in terms of the fixtures that are taking place uh, today, there's India up against Nepal. Nepal in Bluefontein, West Indies will host Australia in Kimberley, South Africa will play Sri Lanka in Pochestrum, and then tomorrow there's Pakistan up against Bangladesh, in Benoni, New Zealand up against Ireland in Bloemfontein, and England up against Zimbabwe. So let's see how they'll pan up. So, and yeah, when I come back next week, I'll also bring the results and look ahead to some of the Super 6 fixtures, because uh, if I can just explain it again, the teams that, uh, there's two groups there, top six teams within the two groups, each team that finished number two, number one and number two, will be taken to go and play in the semi-finals. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, when I looked at it, it looks like a double header of fixtures uh, when you look mm. at how things have been faring in this particular regard. And thank you for breaking it down uh, for us in helping us to understand where we find ourselves. But one would also wonder, uh, because as the host a nation, all eyes would then tend to uh, seemingly just be on you, right? In terms of how you're faring, how you're performing. Uh, how is South Africa mm. doing? We are the host. Uh, are we in any way maybe you know proving why we're deserving of being the host here? Do you see us going all the way uh, to the finals? Most definitely, I foresee us doing so well because we've just won our first match against Zimbabwe, so we are left with five matches. I think in the five matches that are remaining, we should do, I mean, in fact, in fact four because we've played Zimbabwe with the four matches that are remaining, we must just keep collecting those two points. So to finish among the top two, because those are the top two which will be considered to go and play in the semi-finals. And we are rooted against the likes of uh, uh, Australia, West Indies, Sri Lanka, England, as well as Zimbabwe. So we've played an African uh, match there. So the, the, the next matches will be tricky. I think the only team that I fear is Australia, which are the three times champions, as well as the West Indies, who, who once won it before. So And England as well. So, yeah, I think this is the two Super 6 groups there. They, they really are, are interesting. You look at it, play the first group there. There's India, who was the champion, champions, by the way, and also Pakistan, who have won it two times, and Bangladesh as well, one time. So it, it, it's going to be a war. So I just wish we finish amongst the top two and then go to the semi finals and we'll see who, who are we going to meet in that semi finals because uh, there are to, to so many tough teams. One, one, those two groups.
St. George's Park really being the place to be when you look at what has been happening over time. I'm glad to hear you saying that we've been playing a good cricket here uh, because it tends to really instill a sense of confidence as the host nation uh, for us uh, to really continue to take it all the way uh, to the top. But there's also the T20, Mona International World Cup, Modiba, a number of days left. And remember, we've been doing that countdown. Give us a confirmation of the groups as well as we look at going into this particular game. Indeed, and the, by the way, the, the tournament starts on the 1st of June, it's a T20, mm. it comes every second year, this time around we are approaching the 14th edition, so I, I think we, we are left with 120 days when I did the count there, so it's mm. going to be interesting, yes, and in terms of the confirmations of the groups, and by the way, England are the defending champions, let's see if we will be able to surprise them, but they are also in another group there, I'll just come to the groups now, in group A we've got India, who've won it twice before this wonderful tournament, there's Pakistan, there's Ireland, there's Canada as well as the United States, a group of death day. So you go to group B, there's England, Australia, Namibia, Scotland, as well as Omen. So you go to group C, there's New Zealand, West Indies, Afghanistan, Uganda, as well as Papua New Guinea there in the last group. That's the group in which South Africa are appearing there uh, alongside Sri Lanka. Uh, yeah, Netherlands, who, who, who always surprises us even during the previous ODI World Cup that we had last year. So I think we must just make sure that we don't underestimate them, yeah. the Bangladesh, as well as Nepal. So it's going to be interesting. So I can't wait. And the, in terms of that, so the, the, the Super 8, it will be a Super 8 decider. So which means every group, uh, two teams must qualify so that the, the Super 8 can take place. So, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Let's see how it will transpire when we come in. Next week, we'll continue with the countdown. So, yeah, to just uh, keep the listeners in touch. So, so with some of the players that are playing in those uh, friendlies, they must just make sure that they raise their hands and impress Coach Shukri Conrad uh, going into this wonderful, uh, wonderful World Cup that is coming. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the uh, URC, uh, how are we faring there? Uh, because there was a match, the Vodacom Bulls, the Lions, uh, they were in action as well. And where are we in terms of the log standings? Most definitely. So they had a tough game there as uh, the, 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 the Vodacom Bulls up against the Lions there, where you know, marginally so they won by 30-28. So it was just tough on the day, but then they managed to win to just to push themselves because uh, I remember when we did the analysis last week on, on the show, they were seated eight on the log. So that victory has pushed them to go as far as number four. So in terms of the log standings, the Linster, they are rooted to number one. This is the Linster where Jack Bell is coaching. I think he's doing well, both in the also Investor Champions Cup there. So he's rooted number one on 34 points, followed by Benetton on 32 points. There's Glasgow oh, at number three on 31 points. Vodacom Bulls have just spoken about at number four on 30 points. There's Ulster at number five on 28 points. There's Thomas at number six on 26 points. Alongside Edinburgh, they are separated by points difference there. And number eight is the Ospreys. There you go down this the, I think the, the teams are in danger there. The likes of Scarlet at number 14 on 12 points, the Dragons at, at number 15 on 10 points, and lastly the Sharks. So the, some of the fixtures will be resuming next weekend. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. And the very same uh, Lions that lost away to Bulls this time, they will be hosting the Bulls. I think it will be a crash match when one looks at this wonderful match. But this upcoming weekend, uh, there's a uh, Six Nations that is taking place. I'll just give the listeners the fixtures to look, up, to look forward yes, to. Today we've got France up against Ireland at 10 o'clock, and then tomorrow the the City Nations Cup as well. Italy will host the England at quarter past four, as well as the Wales up against Scotland. So there's also top 14 from the other France league there. Pepinian will be hosting Racing 92, which is going to be playing in that team. There's Clermont up against Lyon at six o'clock. There's Pau up against Castres at six o'clock. La Rochelle, the defending champions, will host Montpellier there. 
the Oyonnax will host Daniel Franca, and Toulouse will host the Bayonne as well. Sunday, there's only one match taking place, the Toulouse up against the, the Botax. It's going to be interesting, so when I come back to next week, I'll bring the results of the Six Nations as well as this wonderful uh, yeah. top 14. These are the teams that also uh, participate in the Infestec Champions Cup. At this time, they are playing in their own league, so it's going to be interesting. So I'll bring the results, and let's see how it will affect and look ahead to the uh, URC that is resuming next week, Friday. Awesome, man. And you're right. I mean, the Investec uh, Championships, uh, that, that cup, uh, we see the last 16 as well, and a whole lot of movement uh, where that is concerned. But Mutiba, I want us to really wrap it up this morning uh, by speaking uh, the games of tennis. Uh, yeah, let's let's go there and look at how things have been faring, especially where uh, the Women Australian Open finals are concerned here. Uh, we saw Ariana Sabalenka uh, in action. She was defending her title. Uh, let us in on how things are faring here, where the games of tennis are concerned. Australian Open. She was just fantastic in this wonderful Australian Open. Uh, this is the play, first player, to, second player, by the way, because there was a player in the past that defended her title, Victoria Azarenka, there. So mm-hmm. in 2012 and 2018. So when she came in there, she surprised Coco Golf. So I was seeing Coco Golf going all the way to the finals, but on the day, she surprised her by 7 6. 6-4, so she won all the two sets here. Yeah. So, and also, another semi-final, there was Diana Diamstrak, Yastramskade up against Zeng Kinwende, where Zeng Kinwende winning the two sets by 6-4, 6-4. So, which meant that it was the final between her and Arina Sabalenka, the defending champions there. Yes, in that game, she was just marvelous on the day, as she won that particular final on two sets, 6-1, as well as 6-4. So, it's well done to Arina Sabalenka. So, you go to the men's side, so I think the big fish is cut where we, 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 we put it out. So we saw Akaras uh, mm-hmm. as early as the knockout stages, but Novak Djokovic, what if what if, what is he finally to us there against Yannick Sina? Yannick Sina, he shocked him. I think he was just too strong. He might have studied to the weaknesses of uh, Novak Djokovic. So where uh, he first the uh, Novak Djokovic 6-1, 6-2, 6-7 as well as 6-3. He won all the sets. Um, I mean, he, lo- he won all the three sets and lost one set. So mm-hmm. I think the two uh, met during the ATP where I remember the one Cena won during the group uh, run through But the, uh, when they played in the final, uh, Novak Djokovic uh, defeated him heavily. So it was just a swift revenge when one looks at it, what transpired in Melbourne. And in another semifinals, we saw uh, Daniel Medvedev there. Uh, uh, winning against Alexander Zverev there. Uh, he lost the first set 3-6, but won 7-6, I should say 7-5, 6-7, uh, uh, as well as 8-7. So he was just so good. But when they won to the final, he, uh, Yannick Sina hosted Daniel Medvedev. And majority were saying uh, Daniel Medvedev has got a massive experience, so he will surprise Yannick Sina. And guess what? On the, when, when, I, when I watched that game, uh, 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 Daniel Medvedev was leading by two sets, the 3-6, 3-6, but he bounced back and scored 1-6-4, 6-4, as well as the 6-3 on the last set because there was a tie. So we showed that uh, he was just winning it for the first time. Especially, I was so worried when he was training because I thought uh, you can't beat uh, Novak Djokovic and struggle in the final. So, and then he made sure that he, he brought that confidence that he had against Novak Djokovic uh, when he continued with the set. So, it's well done to him and to Daniel Bedev. It's hard luck. So, hopefully, this wonderful victory will boost the, rank, the rankings will boost the rankings for Yannick Sina. So, let's see how it will pan out because currently he was at number four and uh, Daniel Medvedev at number three. So, hopefully, maybe he might overtook Carlos Alcaraz. So, I'll, I'll the, the, the outcome of 
the rankings and come and uh, the listeners when you come in next weekend. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting what a successful Australian Open has taken place. Yeah, an epic men's final. That's how it's been categorized here, the Australian Open, Bundamudiba. There's a lot uh, that we can talk about, yeah. uh, you know, in the morning. I saw that we were, uh, you know, more or less uh, netball, you know, hey. hockey. But I want us to leave it here, Munabudiba, for this yeah. morning. I mean, there's a lot of riding. Uh, go back before you sleep this morning. Say a little prayer, a path, like a bit, uh, you know, for Bafana, Bafana, you know. <laughs> so that as we go into uh, the games uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, we come out victorious and we continue with the momentum and the spirit that we're seeing of unity when it comes to the games. But I really appreciate you uh, coming on. And yeah, it was a lovely uh, one. Uh, again, once again, uh, this Friday, uh, do enjoy the rest of your weekend. And yeah, you've set us off so nicely in terms of the different sporting coats and what we can expect. We are spoiled for choice, uh, but all eyes really would be on AFCON looking at the remaining eight mm. in terms of how they're going to fare in this particular regard. Mudiba, uh, thank you very much, man, for coming through. Enjoy the rest of your day. Much appreciated, and yeah, it was just wonderful to the listeners. But just keep listening, Power FM 98.7. You uh, will shout as they transpire and come and bring them the outcomes of the matches that we have taken place. So, yeah, that was sports brought to you by your very own Mudiba Johannes Peter, your sports analyst. And it's a very good morning to you, the team, the as well as the listeners. Let's talk more next weekend. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.